welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. Today we're going to be going over Dragonfly and more specifically the PvP side of it. I know Vault of the Incarnates has just been released and the PvE side obviously has Mythic Plus, uh, uh, the way... the the waste to world first, the race to world first, uh, etc. But I'm more adapt to the PvP side of things, and I just want to give my take on it essentially, uh, in terms of what I think is good, bad, and uh, what we know is going to happen going forward. So let's start off with the weekly news. We do have a little bit extra now, as it is the uh, week of the raid release. So we have World Quest Bonus is the first bonus event for this expansion, as well as Vault of the Incarnates uh, being unlocked and Mythic Plus season starting. Arathi Blizzard is your brawl for this week. Very nice and easy. Good fun as well. Definitely hop in there and give it a go. Oh God, I'm going to butcher this name. The World Boss for this week is uh, Bas Rakron. Bas Rickron. Bass Rick rolled. That's that's what I'm going with. Um, Bass Rickron. Bass Rick. Bass Rickron. I've probably butchered the hell out of that, but it is a boss in the south of the Waking Shore, and it is a Earth uh, Dragon, an Earth Proto Drake, essentially. And the spell that we're going to talk about the history of is one that's been in the game more recently. It is Void Shift. Void Shift is a priest ability, and it was um, added in Missa Pandaria, patch 5.0, and there were four changes to it in Missa Pandaria. Uh, Void Shift can no longer be cast on Dominate Mind Targets, which, by the way, is a hilarious um, interaction. So the way that Void Shift works is it will basically switch the percentage of your health and the enemy or the friendly target's health. So if your teammate is 100% and you're 10%, you will switch health with them. So they will be, I think it's 25%. It's the lowest that it can like put someone to and it will give you 100% of your health. Very simple. So you dominate mind, you switch them to put them to 25% health and then you just execute them. You drop the dominate mind and just burst them. That's actually quite funny. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Void shift can now... Uh, uh, only work on other players, which kind of makes sense. I don't get why it could only work on yourself. Uh, Void Shift can no longer be used on NPCs, including player pets. And it makes sense. It means that it's more of a... Uh, you still have to heal the damage, but you can't necessarily just cheese it by switching a hunter pet or a warlock demonology pet, etc. And the last change in Missa Pandaria was the cooldown has been decreased to five minutes, down from six minutes, for Disc and Holy Priests. For Shadow Priests, cooldown has been increased to ten minutes, up from six minutes, and the spell is no longer usable while in arenas or rated battlegrounds. That change I don't understand. I think they changed that when it got added back in Legion. Um, because in Wall of the Draenor, a year later, it was removed. And then it was re-added in Legion as a shadow on a talent. And the cooldown was reduced from 10 minutes to 4 minutes. And it was simply converted from a rank 46 on a talent to a PvP talent. Very simple. It's not had much history, but it is a very unique spell. Um, it's one that you 
don't necessarily realize is in the game at the moment because I need to add it on my uh, ability team tracker as well for doing PvP situations. Um, and I forget that I even have it on my Shadow Priest because it's in the Priest talent tree. It's actually just in there. So, you know, nothing too crazy about it in all honesty. But it is what it is. So, Dragonflight PvP. I'm going to start off with a... I'm going to start off in a place that everyone will probably agree with me. Well, not everyone. Probably uh, people who would play this class. Warlocks. They're disgusting. Okay, that that's it. That's it. That's my take on them. Um, where do I even start with them? They are the most obnoxious class to kill. They seem to be... Now, this is coming from a uh, player who plays a Boomkin. We do... Or I usually queue double sort of um, caster compositions. Double caster, melee caster. Never melee melee, obviously, because I am a caster DPS. So I would imagine Warlocks are a bit more susceptible to the train that is a melee cleave, like TSG, or maybe even like... Uh, what is it called? Kitty Cleave, stuff like that. But essentially, Warlocks have a lot of self-sustain. Dark Pact, Soul Leech, uh, Health Stones, Drain Life. Affliction Warlocks have this in abundance, but they also don't give up any damage for it. They are also the highest DPS in class, potentially in an arena. Elemental Shaman's up there, Shadow Priest is certainly up there. Everything can do a lot of damage, but usually if you're doing a lot of damage and you're having to pull back to heal, press a defensive cooldown and stuff, it is detrimental detrimental to your damage. It isn't the case with Warlocks. It's very much you can just press your damaging abilities and it gives you your defensive abilities like for it. it you don't lose any sort of downtime for it. It's very much if I have to do anything as a druid to pop a defensive i have to go into bear form one global cooldown frenzy regen a second cooldown renewal if i have to which is off gcd uh granted but i have to kite i'm not doing any damage in bear form and stuff like that whereas warlocks they can press drain life and actually kill you with the drain life all the while out healing their healer like it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous. Warlocks, I think, need to be looked at into a glass cannon sort of spec. I don't care if you can do so much damage, it's unreal. But there needs to be some sort of trade-off. You need to be able to catch them in moments when with their pants down, essentially. You need to catch them in that moment, and you can't. Because everything that they do passively gives them defensives. And that should never be the case. You should be giving up your damage to go defensive and then find a way to get back on the offense and stuff like that. It's kind of like a seesaw. You, you know, go down one end and then you've got to push back up to get to the height of the seesaw and be on the offensive, that kind of thing. I'm not sure if that's the best uh, metaphor. Metaphor? Yeah. For it, but it is what it is. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Ultimately, a lot of classes have their niche, like, things. Elemental Shamans I've seen absolutely pump uh, right now. They're throwing out lava bursts, giant meatballs, like they're going out of fashion. You get a meatball, you get a meatball, you get a meatball, whatever it is. Uh, Shadow Priests are tanky-ish. 
a lot of things is just hurting. I I was queuing with my um shaman, my resto shaman, and he hit back to back like massive lightning bolts. Um, he did about two hundred k in about one one second. And this is a healer that wasn't fully geared, by the way. He hit a seventy k lightning bolt and then a hundred k lightning bolt. Like damage can be very spiky. And I don't get why it can be spiky. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes the damage is very much, oh, okay, this seems like a very decent paced game. And then sometimes it's, oh, I'm dead. I I got hit for a 120k full moon, which I hit today, by the way. It was amazing, 10 out of 10. Um, But I got hit for the game before that, I got hit for a 110k blade dance. And I've not seen that in the expansion yet. And I've come up against a few demon hunters. So it's very much, oh, I didn't expect to just die there kind of thing. It's not like you're getting outplayed. It's more just, oh, I I didn't think that I was in any danger. So I didn't use anything or didn't feel any fear. No cooldowns are up. It's just he's hit me for a massive blade dance, that kind of thing. Um, Yeah, it's one of them things. Now... With my damage, the 120k full moon, it can be somewhat tracked. Um, you can probably get a weak aura for it, but I have one, but I'm not sure if uh, enemies can get one. Uh, essentially, it's after 30 uh, shooting star procs uh, is when it detonates. And yeah, it's one of them things that you can possibly track. Whereas the blade dance, it's just, oh, I've just critted. I've just crit. That That's it. That's it. I've crit and you're dead. Cool. GG's. It's one of them things. It's absolutely insane how hard something can hit. And then at other times it just hits like a wet noodle. That I'm not too keen. I would like some consistency in the damage that is being done in Dragonflight. Uh, It feels very much like Season 1 Shadowlands where everything was just one-shot. Rogues reigned supreme. They were just one-shotting everything. Um... It's very bursty at times, but at the same time, it isn't. I I really don't know how to elaborate on that further. Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The uh, way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Let's look at Battlegrounds. Now, Battlegrounds are actually really enjoyable. I'm really enjoying Battlegrounds um, purely on the basis that any honor that I earn in there is actually going to be very useful. So honor that I earn uh, in Shadowlands, I was like, oh, well, it's not really going to be useful. I'm going to use it to buy Marks of Honor, and that's about it. I will have to, like upgrade my gear with it but i really don't want to it's boring losing like five battlegrounds in a row just to get two thousand honor and then upgrade one piece of gear twice and then you've got to like upgrade how many pieces of gear do you have 10 11 however many you've got like 
several times each. So the amount of battlegrounds that you have to do to earn honor, it was just a massive grind. Whereas I can go into a battleground now and just enjoy myself. Even when leveling, it's just, oh, if I've got 5k honor, I've nearly got enough honor to just buy everything that I need from the PvP vendor. I literally just dinged a level 70 monk and I need three pieces of gear for it to be fully geared. I had about 5k honor and about 1,200 of the coins that you can get from world PvP. I bought two pieces with the coins and I bought the rest with um my honor. It's it's absolutely insane uh, how good like the honor gain is and how good it feels to have that sort of honor gain. But yeah, it's it's one of them things. They're just feeling really good. Uh, I'm not too sure if it's because of the expansion, but a lot of the alliance groups that I'm getting into are really competent. Um, I've not seen it in my entirety of playing World of Warcraft. I'm not going to lie. Usually when you look at battlegrounds, this can be for both Horde and Alliance. You might think that you've got the worst team, but for Alliance, for me, has always been the worst of the um, PvP factions. I, I don't know why, purely because a lot of the higher-end PvP players tend to go to Horde. Uh, purely on the basis of the horde racials are just good for pvp but since the orc racial isn't as important now uh, a lot of people have transferred over to alliance and trying that out and essentially it's it kind of shows that a lot of pvp players have gone to alliance because since the start of um dragonflight it's been very smooth all of the battlegrounds in uh, uh, the game essentially i think i've lost 10 percent of the games that i've played uh battlegrounds wise and i've done about how many battlegrounds have i done probably 60 70 80 somewhere around there anything between that so it's really good it's really really effective and it's something that i can see it makes gearing a lot easier obviously because when you win you get more honor uh not to mention an enlistment enlistment bonus because alliance are still uh, the lower faction on my server, so I get more honor for that, etc., etc. So it's in a really good place for battlegrounds, and I think it's really enjoyable, especially if you do rated battlegrounds. I think you could find a lot of enjoyment in the uh, uh, PvP, the rated PvP environment for these battlegrounds. Now, there is something that I want to go over. It's the patch notes that have been very much just released. Now, these patch notes are currently on PTR. Uh, it's for patch 10.0.5. This is the next patch that we will be getting. So along with the trading post, which the trading post is going to be great because you can get cosmetics uh, You just by doing loads of random stuff in the world of Warcraft, essentially. So new feature trading post. A new feature uh, is making its way to World of Warcraft, the trading post. Complete monthly activities to earn currency towards decking out your characters in cosmetic, transmogs, pets and mounts. Uh, with new items and activities introduced every month, a set of traders will be moving their wares into the capital cities of Stormwind and Orgrimmar. Um, you'll find uh, T&W just outside of the Mage District in Stormwind and Zenshiri Trading Post next to Gromosh Old in Orgrimmar. To obtain these unique items, you will need to acquire a new account-wide currency. Account-wide currency. That's incredible. Holy shit. That is massive W there. Holy shit. Um, called Trader's Tender. 
This can be earned in two ways. Automatically, each month, just by logging in and heading to the trading post, you can collect 500 traders tender every month from a chest called the Collector's Cash. Very good. By completing monthly activities in the Traveler's Log, a monthly set of activities provided for the opportunity to earn up to 500 additional traders tender. Uh, the final tender's amount of subject to change will be iterating uh, this new feature as we test on the PTR. Very good, massive W, traders thing, absolute W. Um, it's absolutely amazing from what I've seen. Uh, a lot of the activities can be very much simple or they can be a little bit tougher. But one of them uh, is an example is go do slash love at the dragon aspects in Valdraken. That's it. That That's one of the activities. It can span from that to fishing something up in Eastern Plaguelands, most likely. It can be anything. It can be absolutely anything, which is what I love because it can show the entirety of World of Warcraft and it can show you places that you wouldn't necessarily go. And uh, while you're doing that, you're earning stuff for your character cosmetic-wise, which is absolutely amazing. Really big W for uh, Blizzard there. So I'm not going to go over all of these. This will take me such a long time. But what we got in terms of a 10.0.5 Dragonflight development is loads of changes. And I mean loads. Druids as a class get 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 different things, different changes. Uh, Balance alone gets uh, 6. Guardian Druid gets loads, about 10-ish. Feral Druid gets loads as well, about 10. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely insane how much they're changing stuff up. Um, they're doing an entirely new talent tree for Balanced Druid. For Evokers, they're getting a few changes. Marksman Hunter getting a few as well. Monk's getting quite a lot. Paladin's getting several. Priest is getting a lot. Discipline especially is getting a shit ton. Shaman gets one <laughs> shaman's such weird class man they they just literally give shaman one or two things in every patch it's never like oh shaman's getting an entire rework it's like oh no you can just have extra healing on your healing tie totem it's like oh okay thanks warlock's getting a few warriors getting a few and then there's a few like creatures npcs item rewards and stuff like that but essentially what the whole post is is tuning now, it's drastic tuning. It's not like drastic as in, oh my god, they've really messed up. They need to fix something right now. It's, yeah, we'll just change stuff. We'll change stuff in a big way, hopefully so that can impact the game in a positive way. And I don't mind them doing big changes because it allows them to see what works, what doesn't. It allows people to change up the meta a bit, change up their specialization and how they play their specialization. It allows for so much freedom. Um, and it means that we get more results, essentially. Because if you've got a small pool of uh, testing compared to a massive array of changes, you know, everyone's redesigned, an entirely an entire class is completely redesigned and it feels better, but it's doing too much damage. So you tweak the numbers a bit and then you've got the numbers that are there and it's completely fine and balanced now. And well, it will never be balanced. World of Warcraft will never be a balanced game. Um, it's an MMO. No MMO is balanced. No game is ever balanced. 
it's it's one of them things. No competitive game is ever balanced. I will say that. Um, yeah, essentially, you're looking at better data. It it might not be great for like a month or two. It might be absolutely awful for your class. You might think, "What the hell am I even doing playing this?" But then a month later, they might change your class and just give you a hundred percent damage increases on everything. And it's like, oh, I actually love playing this class again all of a sudden. And I don't mind them doing these big changes because it's very, very healthy for the game. Uh, it's constantly changing it up. That's what everyone loved about Legion, by the way, because Legion was constantly changing with patches rolling out every couple months. It meant that people are getting new gear. Uh, more power spikes the numbers were chopping and changing a little bit and stuff like that it's it's very good and very healthy for the game to be doing these changes now whether or not these changes will be good um is yet to see they're obviously on the ptr so they can tweak numbers um they're still looking at um changing talent trees which i'm really surprised about so everyone has their talent trees now and we all thought, oh, that'll be good. That'll be until next expansion. They won't change anything now. No. Druids are literally getting a brand new talent tree, a new redesign, which is incredible. For the very first patch of a new expansion that just brought out these talent trees, that is incredibly good because it shows that they can go back on what they've done and actually just change it and be like, yeah, this was absolutely awful. Let's put this here instead. Let's try this instead. And I'm all for it. It might not be the best. They might be awful, but they are willing to change it. And that is very good. That gives me a lot of hope for the game going forward. It tells me that they're learning um, from the mistakes that they've made in the past through Battle for Azeroth, through Shadowlands. And because they've usually stuck with stuff going through. Because with battle for azeroth it was always oh yeah we'll stick with the azerite gear we'll make it a bit better and stuff or it's always oh yeah now you get a power for your heart of azeroth or oh yeah we've got to stick with the uh soul ash you've got to earn your legendaries and you know if you miss your week in torghast and essentially you're behind on your legendaries but they open that up towards the end of shadowlands which means that it was a sort of growing pain almost and to see this in a very first patch of an expansion not even a major patch this is a mid-season patch is absolutely incredible and i i can't get over how good this is it is a massive w for blizzard as well even though the changes might not be a w it's a very good it's good to see from a player perspective that a lot of things will get switched up but that is it for this week Thank you all very much for listening, as always. Do check out the Patreon down below for some ad-free content, as well as uh, check out the YouTube and Twitch. Constant stuff happening over there on Wednesdays and Sundays and anything in between. Thank you all very much for listening, and go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all.